Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adicia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. And we are in Oztober, baby, which means we are watching The Wizard of Oz twice, kind of. Um, This week (laughs) we watched The Wiz, which is basically The Wizard of Oz with like some changed details. And also it's an all black cast. Um, But yeah, (laughs) do you have any history with this movie? My history with this movie is that I watched it on VH1 when I was a child from the part with the scarecrow and never from the beginning because how would you ever catch anything on television from the beginning? Um, But I just was interested in it because I was a Michael Jackson fan and I did not recognize Michael Jackson at first until he began to sing and then I recognized (laughs) Michael Jackson. But yeah, I don't... I don't think I have much history with it apart from not appreciating what it was at the time at which I watched it, but having a greater appreciation for it now. Uh, How about you? Well, I hadn't seen it until like, I'm gonna say 2015, because on my iTunes, uh, I bought a bunch of movies in 2015, Reasons Unknown. Um, and one of them was The Wiz. Uh, a lot of them are like black lead casts, so I'm assuming that's why I was like, hey, what about The Wiz? Despite the fact that I didn't know anything about it. Um, and then I was like, oh, Diana Ross is in this. Oh, Michael Jackson's in this. Oh, Richard Pryor's in this. Oh, Lena Horn is in this. And so I was just like, oh, this is so cool. Um, and then I watched it a few times, but then the most recent, my most recent sort of memory of the story of The Wiz is actually from the filmed TV stage production thing that they did, The the Wiz Live. And I've seen that a couple times more recently than I've seen the movie. And so when I was rewatching for the podcast, I was like, wait, no, this is so different. (laughs) I hadn't realized that they changed (laughs) a bunch of details. Um, And yeah, and so like it's, like so like the filmed the Wiz live thing is like a cross between the Wiz and the Wizard of Oz. Well, I think the the Wiz live musical is more in line with the original Wiz play. I think they changed things for the um for the movie because they wanted Diana Ross to be Dorothy Gale. And Diana Ross is not 16 years old. But yeah. <laughs> I suppose but yes, I think that makes sense. In the yeah, in the original The Wiz production, Dorothy is sixteen, Kansas, you know, farm. It's it's the same. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So then the Wiz live is. I mean, the Wiz the movie is like a departure from that, which is like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know for the better or for the worse. It's just, it's different, I guess. The musical originally came out in 1974. Uh, this film came out in 1978, so they wasted no time at all. Uh, <laughs> but to start off, uh, again, mentioning names in this film, we got Diana Ross, Michael Jackson, uh, Lena Horne, Richard Pryor. It is just 
chock full of stars of the time and like actual legends even though it did not do well when it originally <laughs> came out but that's true for a lot of cult films I didn't yeah. consider The Wiz a cult film but it is what it is it is what it is you're correct <laughs> starting off we open on a scene of people gathering together um, in an apartment in Harlem to Harlem Street it's snowing uh, we have they seem to be gathering together from for some kind of dinner we have people who seem to be related and not related coming in everyone's being greeted and we get the first impression of uh, Dorothy played by Dana Ross who is greeting people um, kind of shyly uh, has to be actually pulled into conversations a bit physically by her Aunt M uh, because she does not wish to be perceived at all it appears really yeah um, which is like it's a relatable it's relatable to me because like <laughs> I know when family gatherings happen I'm like I'm invisible pretend I'm not here please I don't need to do this <laughs> Um, so like I, I, I can I feel that of them being like hey did you greet this relative and I'm like no I didn't I didn't even know they were here but like <laughs> I, I guess so they seem to all be getting together for Thanksgiving uh, I wasn't sure if it was Thanksgiving or Christmas but it's America and turkeys and things like that so the family all gets together at a table where we get the first song of the show which is the feeling we once had which is sung by aunt m i don't i don't fully know what it sounds like but that's what it sounds like <laughs> in my head so i'm gonna go with that that, that is that is akin to what it sounds like yeah i will say um that the way that it comes across in the film and it, the way that it came across in the stage play is very different because it's being actively sung to a group of people around a table kind of like affectionately whereas in the stage show Aunt M is kind of thinking about how she and Dorothy can get along kind of a thing yeah, I mean, I in, in the stage play, it seems, at the very least, that it's sort of used as, like, not a lullaby, but, like, as a way to sort of, like, no, it's okay, Dorothy, I know you want to go back to wherever the fuck, where your parents were, but they're not there, and, like, <laughs> come on, it's okay. Whereas in the movie, it's almost, pl it's, like, irrelevant. <laughs> like, if the song didn't happen, <laughs> I would not have missed it. Right. She could have easily Fair. just stood up and been like, it's so great to see you all. And then sat down and everybody would have been like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, and Dorothy would have still been in the kitchen going, what are they talking about? They're talking about love. <laughs> what is love? <laughs> that is not what it sounds like. But like, that's the sentiment. She's like in the kitchen going like, I don't recognize this emotion that everybody's talking about, which is so funny to me that song that you mentioned is can i go on which is not in the not in the play but it was for the film mm -hmm. um which i don't know 
a lot of these like made for film songs never really strike me except for the ones that happen in Greece because that's a different story um and listen listen was a fair like true once they introduced it to the movie they could not they could not like ignore it they had to put it in the show yeah that is true the thing is uh, I, I, I love that for dream girls this is getting off track um, dream girls That's already fine. had like it's show stopping number with and I'm telling you I'm not going yep um, mm. but then it was like well we have Beyonce in the movie she has to yep. have she's not a valid yep. <laughs> We need her to to belt her ass off. Otherwise, people will be throwing cans at us or whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. They, they, that was a business decision. It wasn't a creative one Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, Dorothy is... She doesn't really seem to engage with anyone there. The only creature that makes her smile... In, in, in the entire first scene is Toto. That's the only one she gets along with really well. Um, she is a school teacher and she teaches elementary school kids. So after dinner and everyone seems to have either left or uh, settled down for the night, um, she and Auntie M get into a bit of an argument uh, over the fact that Dorothy is unwilling to go and teach high school because she feels quite settled into teaching elementary which like is a valid life choice but yeah also she's 24 like we've just said like I don't know about you but like a 24 year old teaching me in high school like my head cannot wrap my 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 head cannot wrap itself around the idea of them being an authority to me you know because I'm like we could be the same age, my guy. We we like the same size. What do you mean you have authority? <laughs> so like, I, especially like, but like especially with Dorothy's like demeanor, she's like so within herself. She would be eaten yeah. alive in a high school. Like they would rip her to shreds. She would not survive <laughs> a year unless she like fucking toughened up. And I don't think that's something that she would have been capable of without this journey of, of Oz or whatever. Yeah. In in the end, Aunt M, uh, rec- well, she doesn't recognize, but she kind of, she's, she's trying to push Dorothy into getting out of her shell a bit more because she recognizes that Dorothy is a settler, uh, kind of, which, again, very valid. But, she is very content to stay where she is. She's never ventured too far away from, like, her area, like, physically. 40-something Street, 42nd Street, I don't know. It's, there's, 125th it's Street. <laughs> 125th Street. I don't know where 42nd Street came from. It's, it's also a musical. <laughs> that's probably, that's probably it. But, yeah, no, Dorothy has um she doesn't want to move out of her aunt's house which i'm guessing is also another thing and aunt m just wants her to be more independent so they kind of part not on bad terms but uh, just on an unfinished 
kind of talk when Dorothy is cleaning up um, she opens the door and Toto again her beloved runs out of the door (laughs) into a snowstorm and of course she chases after him because that dog is everything to her and And then we cut to Lena Horn in the the sky (laughs) or like in the universe somewhere out there staring at a tornado of snow on her hand like it sounds like a fever dream because I don't know it might have been but like in this like fancy blue like I don't know ethereal outfit and there's like a bunch of people I guess or angels I don't know what they are but they're like also there they're they're baby angels they're baby angels okay (laughs) they're also there they do nothing but they're there and yeah (laughs) Lena Horn looks at this little tornado and then blows on it and that's the inciting incident (laughs) Um, Dorothy gets swept up in this storm that looks about the size of her if I'm gonna be very honest but she gets swept up in it and it takes her up into the sky sending her through a neon sign into a sand pit in the land of Oz and she's trying to collect herself looking around this playground space that she's now in and Mm. she's calling for Toto the dog and the graffiti comes to life around and starts to detach itself from the wall in the shape of people which is Ah! (laughs) <laughs> so so fucking scary <gasps> oh my god if I'd seen this as a kid I don't know the nightmares I would have but like literally they just like remove themselves from the wall and all go Toto 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 and I'm like <gasps> this is terrifying it's it's one of the it's one of the reasons why I'm sure I never saw it from the beginning as a child because I'm pretty sure I would remember <laughs> that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> instead, I instead I got crows in the brain, so that is where I started. <laughs> <gasps> oh man, whose idea was this anyway? I don't know, but it is revealed that the graffiti is actually um, the cursed forms of the Munchkins of Munchkinland. Um, Munchkinland is a giant playground. They're being crowded by these strange people. In shadow initially Dorothy is understandably terrified um, but uh, they start to cheer and celebrate her and reveal themselves to be kind of more human uh, and reveal that she killed a person <laughs> so they're delighted I um, like the dialogue here but I can't remember any of it um, but like I do true. enjoy their exchange with her um, if anything watch that scene I don't know <laughs> there's probably a bunch of scenes where I'm going to be like you should watch it so just watch the movie um, but the person that she actually killed was the wicked witch of the east Evermean who was in fact ruling Munchkin land which I appreciate the names that they give to <laughs> the different witches I mean they they keep Glinda, but they change, like, the Evermean, like, the Good Witch of the North has a different name. They make her Miss One. Um, yeah. The Wicked Witch of the West 
I don't know if she actually has and I've never read The Wizard of Oz but I only it's know Elphaba and Evermane <laughs> it's what? It's like Eveline and Evermane so like Evelyn, I guess oh, and okay. then Evermane yeah. Okay. That's how I remembered it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. But yes, when she crashed through the neon sign, it fell upon the body of Evermean, crushing her, and she is now deceased. So <laughs> the munchkins are terribly happy. And Miss One appears carrying so many bags. Like she's <laughs> um she does like lottery things. Um, she's cause... like a number woman. She comes and she's like, let me get my 2020s on ya. Da, 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 da. You 86 to this and da 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 da. And she's just like saying a bunch of numbers. And I'm like, whoever wrote this scene had so much fun. <laughs> um, yes, because I do remember when Dorothy was like, she was giving her address and Miss um, One was just like, okay, four, three, three, you got any more for me? <laughs> Like, would you like to play some more numbers honey and she's like and Dorothy's like I don't even know what's happening right now like <laughs> I, I couldn't be dead this is very scary what's happening but Miss One is responsible for taking the silver slippers from Evermean and placing them onto Dorothy's feet um, her her ever means feet do the foot curling thing as expected but Dorothy Dorothy doesn't want the shoes she just wants to go home um, and Miss One tells her that the way that she's probably going to get home is through the help of the Wiz who lives in the Emerald City but Dorothy doesn't know what a Wiz is so He's the head honcho, the whatever, whatever. Bottom line, honey, he's numero uno. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Sweet thing, let me tell you about the world and the way things are. Oh my god, I love this song. I love this song so much. <laughs> and I also I'm... absolutely love the uh, Amber Riley version. Oh my she god, plays the Amber on Riley stage. version. Oh is... my god. Amazing. Woo! Yes. That like I was I, I don't know what <laughs> note she starts on, so and all of that was wrong. But like that, I was like, <laughs> God damn it. I um I was streaming the Wiz when it was available. Um I was I was I was showing it to the people who had never seen the Wiz before and I as soon as that Amber Riley thing happened, it was just like, okay, yeah. so I'm sold. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for this now. And I'm just like, I'm good. I'm glad. So yeah. this is a very good song. <laughs> um, but in the movie, it's basically a parade around Munchkin Land. It's a big dance number. Um, so many people. Uh, like a lot of people and then we go back to <laughs> from like to 
but yeah, that's <laughs> such a great number. It's so great. I love it. Miss One uh, tells Dorothy that she's gonna need to follow Yellow Brick Road. Now I don't know why the Yellow Brick Road is interpreted as a taxi. <laughs> that is lost on me. But well, at least at first, she kind of yeah. She tries to head towards a taxi, but it immediately switches to an off-duty sign. Mm-hmm. And as the taxi pulls away, she turns back to see what other advice Miss One can give her. And they're all gone. The playground is empty. It's actually a horror show. <laughs> like, they were never there. <laughs> they're all ghosts. It's... I don't know what happened. It's so scary. But... <laughs> And then she like starts singing um, about being scared. She's like, I'm acting just like a baby. That's the line I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's as soon as I get home. Um, she sings that all the way through, um, trying to find her way through this place and it like some of it is this interpretation of Oz looks like it's an Oz (laughs) post-war kind of a deal like but like it doesn't look like there's there's like rubble there's buildings that look like half shells like I don't know what it is about it but it does not look like like all Dorothy of it's just like from... dilapidated. Yeah, she manages to make her way to, after being kind of watched by a rat-looking man. Yeah, he just um, <laughs> appears and then like <laughs> and leaves, and you're like, I hope this is plot relevant because otherwise I am <laughs> losing it. <laughs> She makes her way to a corn field. It's more like a corn junkyard, but there's corn and there's a scarecrow. Um, the Jim Crows, if you will. <laughs> they are ragging on this ragging, um, bullying this scarecrow so that they can have their way, do whatever they'd like, and, and have him not... Uh, just have him be under their thumb if crows had thumbs the scarecrow just wants to get down uh like, to to walk Come on, guys, on the ground let me, and like, live and they're like no bitch what did we tell you what are the <laughs> scarecrow rules because uh, like he's also reading off of things that he's stuffed with so it's yeah. like bacon says knowledge is power he ends up singing what is the third rule um oh well not the third rule but the scarecrow anthem the crow anthem i can't words he ends up singing the crow anthem which is you can't win you can't which is a song i sing you can't get fairly regularly you can't get out of the game people keep saying oh god i love this song too so good I if 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 nothing else I sing that song at least 
once or twice a month. <laughs> just, you can't win, child. Mm. It just happens. Oh, it's so good. I just want to listen to it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that we went from the feeling we once had, I don't really know how this goes, to, you can't win, child. Full. <laughs> Full. <laughs> I can sing the whole thing, including the dance break instrumental bit. <laughs> like, I'm telling you. <laughs> It's a real good song. It really is. Dorothy, having seen enough, uh, goes and tries to shoo the crows away, six Toto on them um, to help the scarecrow down. The scarecrow, of course, because he's never walked before, falls on his face at the first um, movement, which he thinks proves the crows right. But with Dorothy's encouragement he gets back up and he tries again and he's wobbly but he manages this is a very strong metaphor cause uh, the scarecrow's like oh, I wish I had a brain and it's like see you go with that negative thinking again and he's like no literally and he takes off his hat and it's like garbage as in they filled his head with garbage metaphorically but also literally you know <laughs> And it's like, I see it. I see what you're... It's it's on the nose, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> so, Dorothy comes up... Uh, well, she mentions that she's going to see the Wiz in order to get home. And brings up the idea that, well, if he's so powerful, maybe he can give the Scarecrow a brain. And the Scarecrow seems delighted at the idea. So, they end up trying to go together but two more taxis um going to off duty but the scarecrow is the first to discover yellow bricks yeah they're like ease on down <laughs> ease on down the yellow brick road it's ease so on. Dora the explorer it's it's <laughs> ease on down <gasps> oh look the yellow brick road and they, they this happens like four times where i'm like yes maybe it we does. get it <laughs> You're just like, ease on. Yes, like, we get it, it, sweetie. I, f- I feel like it's meant to be a greater distance, but it's just, we just see it ahead of us. Immediately, yeah. <laughs> it's like three yellow bricks to the side, and then it's just like yeah. a full-on yellow brick road, like two steps beyond that. But they're like looking yeah. as if... <laughs> Looking as if they're still looking for clues. I'm like, just look ahead of you. It's it's there. (laughs) Oh, but we get another. Uh I mean, it's it's the same song that we hear a few times, but it's very good song. He's on down the road. Yeah. He's on down. He's on down. He's on down the road. I mean, I can't. All the songs are bops. Like, like I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, wait a minute. I enjoy a lot of these songs. Um, but like, also the thing with this one is they change the verses a little bit. Um, like the verses yeah. themselves, they have different lyrics, whereas like something like "We're Off to See the Wizard" is the same thing over and over. But like, yeah. Yeah, so this is, like, their version of, like, I guess, If I Had a Brain, which is, like, the same song with different lyrics. 
they end up easing, dancing down the road. Um, they ease skip dance down into an amusement park. Total full on slides down a hill. Like Toto is <laughs> Toto is having a time. <laughs> uh, but they end up in this abandoned amusement park. Um, and initially they just slow down because it's a little creepy but they end up hearing someone calling for help mm-hmm. so they go and investigate and discover the tin man in a very compromising position beneath a very large uh, sculpture of woman um, and he I don't know how long he's been stuck there but he requires their aid to get the uh, large sculpture off of him and then to release his joints from their position he greets them um, and after the introductions he is like well well during it he's like well it didn't hurt I have no feelings and he's like reveals that he doesn't have a heart uh, he wasn't created with one uh, and he sings if I could feel uh, which, which happens later very... in the was live um, and I really <laughs> I really like the neo version I'm not saying this one is bad in any way shape or form it's just that I like the runs that neo adds unnecessarily <laughs> it's just a fun time to listen to those runs but yeah it's like but um, I, I do if I could suddenly feel, etc. It's like a ballad. Um, and what, I guess. What would I do? Oh, when, yeah. When what, the wooden... what would I do? <laughs> yeah. I love that. When the wooden That's sculptures in the back. Yeah. Oh, God. When they come to life and the scarecrow is like, what the who? Who where? <laughs> <laughs> but. He gets into his whole feet like he gets into his feelings about not being able to feel <laughs> and yeah. and then he uh, starts talking about how he's been married uh, so many times uh, so many women and then he starts thinking about teeny and he th- he says in the I could if only I could feel song like what what would I do if I could cry and then proceeds to cry over teeny <laughs> teeny a teen <laughs> and then he rusts himself because of his crying so he has to launch into another song which is slide some oil to me slide some um, oil to me at the end of this song um, Dorothy and the Scarecrow invite the Tin Man on their journey to Oz so that the Tin Man could get a heart as well and the Tin Man has really nothing better to do so he agrees to go and ease on down the road with them after which we get to what appears to be um, it's it's the facade of a, of a building but I don't know if it's meant to be like a library or something I don't recall in my head, I was but, just like, is this parliament <laughs> with lion scalpels outside <laughs> and like traffic lights but, that say don't ease? <laughs> don't ease. Uh, 
as they're passing by uh, this building, we notice that the eyes of one of the lion statues are watching them move across. And again, such nightmare fuel in this (laughs) movie. Because it's just the yellow eyes of this cat statue. And the Tin Man notices and is like, hey, it's watching us. And then it just snaps back and pretends it's not watching. And Dorothy and the Scarecrow don't believe him. But they all proceed to go up and start tapping on the thing, which I would not. (laughs) I would just continue on, you know. I'd be like, you know what? Yes, it's watching me. But like in a few more steps, I will be out of sight. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I don't I don't need. But they go and they poke it. Um, And of course, the lion then bursts out of the statue to their surprise and begins to. Because I'm a mean old lion. Yes. He proceeds through song to try and frighten um, everyone there. But Toto goes and investigates him and I guess bites him on the toe, which, you know, subdues him immediately. And he just starts crying about how his toe was bit um, by the by the dog. And Dorothy is immediately pissed off because <laughs> it's like, you're such a ca- you big old meanie. You such a coward! How dare you try to scare us? You can't even scare a dog, and and the lion is like, I can't scare a dog. It's <laughs> how can it be king of the jungle if I can't even scare a dog? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love the part here where they were sitting on the stairs, and the lion was just there, and he's like, you know, I I tried, and then. I got kicked out so no one would ever discover my deep, terrible secret and they weren't paying attention until they heard deep, terrible secret and all of them turned to lean into the gossip. It's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, alright. And they're like, yes, do divulge. Yes, please. Tea. We would like to have some sips. Eventually, they come about that no the lion lacking courage should come with them to the whiz and you know and just get, get like, some just an, get some stuff and a slow ease on into the ease it's like well there might be time when you wish you wasn't born and then here comes michael jackson na, 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 <laughs> just to find it was gone. and i'm just like yes so they begin to ease their way past the cars over over the taxis past the garbage that's just lining the street into the subway they continue to ease even though I don't know if they planned on taking a train but they ease their way into the subway and are followed again by this rat man who looks like he's like trying to sell these like dancing things that begin to puff up and blow into giant this like, is 
the other scene for me that I was like, I'm so glad I watched this at much older age because, <laughs> oh my god, everything in that scene is so terrifying. Garbage cans are running after them, trying to eat them. Um, uh, yeah. The man's being electrocuted. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? Why would you do this? I love that the columns, I love the columns bit with Dorothy because she just stands there like she cannot comprehend what's happening until it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, oh am I? Is this? What? And then she screams, but they've already surrounded her. And she's like, Lion! <laughs> I'm like, girl, you had ample time. You could have <laughs> run away. So it's a slow moving pillar of tile. <laughs> like, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, wow. What? Just, yeah. Wow. Nightmare feel for real. Um, and then Lion comes in and, like, basically kind of saves the day lion lion puts in the work in that scene which i i realize is what they used for the poppies in the stage play because i'm just like oh that's different but oh, <laughs> oh yeah, god yeah, yeah. i love the poppy scene in the stage play i love it oh so same much. that dance uh, that dance he does <laughs> so good it's so good i love so it good that's such a good dance. Like, if you can find it, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Like, please watch it. The poppy scene from The Wiz Live, so good. Yes. Um, the lion comes and saves everyone. They've run out of the subway. And then I got confused because all of a sudden it was like the red light district. Um, <laughs> like, it was neon signs. Like, and watch the girls the here. Like, There's what just... does it say? Out of the frying pan, into the... I think this is a trap. And you're like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) There are just poppy girls everywhere. And they're just dancing. They get locked in. They put Dorothy and Lion out with their perfume. Like, like they they enchant them somehow, leading them up. And then they pass out. Um, the Tin Man and the Scarecrow who again do not breathe so are unaffected follow them up down the slide they think they're dead which clearly not but they think they've died Um, so the Scarecrow is lamenting the Tin Man starts crying over the lion's body which wakes him up which the scarecrow notices and then proceeds to try to get the tin man to cry. Like, I'm pretty sure there are other sources of water somewhere, <laughs> but no, we're going to use the tin man's tears. <laughs> and the scarecrow's just like, think about teeny. So the tin man is just crying, a teeny, a teeny, over Dorothy. <laughs> also, how rude. Uh, so he can be upset that like the lion is out, but not that Dorothy is. I mean, I guess you could just be like, you realize she's not dead, I guess. Well, I don't think it, it wasn't that. It's just like, as soon as uh, the Scarecrow saw that the lion woke up, um, the tin, he brought the Tin Man over, and there wasn't really time to think about it. Uh, so, like, give him a break. Sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, um... 
Dorothy the Toto and uh, the Toto Dorothy Toto and the Tin and the Lion are saved by the Tin Man's tears. Uh, they continue their journey to the Emerald City. Uh, they see it in the distance, passing. Um, I don't know what bridge that is. It's it's clearly a bridge that's in New York, but. Um, They cross the bridge, they see the winding road to the Emerald City, they make it to the gate, um, which is like a vaulted door type thing. And initially it doesn't seem like they're going to get in, but the guard notices the slippers on the, on Dorothy's feet and just lets them in immediately. Yeah. Which in the, in the uh, stage show, they like make it way more obvious. They're like... She has the shoes. They're like, let us say this out loud so the people in the audience understand why they let her in after being denied, which <laughs> makes sense. But like in the movie, it's just like a quick glance and he's like, oop, welcome to the Emerald City, to the best sequence in cinematic oh my history. God. I God. cannot express to any it's, one of you how good is. the scene is. It is the pinnacle. <laughs> it's so good. It is so fucking. I cannot. Like, I'm still thinking. Like, wow. You've got to be seen green Again, I, I... to show that your stuff's laid. I just. The lyrics, the dancing, the outfits. I cannot. <laughs> Sorry, I'm losing it. How it's just too good. It's too good. Oh no, the the Emerald City sequence is worth all of the praise in the world. Um, also, the colors signify um, uh, red, green, gold. Uh, you know, African roots, things of that nature. Um, yeah. I like the. <laughs> The gold was, is it? No, it's the red one where there's just like a, a one line where it's just one woman going, ooh, 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 <laughs> while she's hitting poses. And I'm like, yes! And then it's, bah, 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 bah. if you recognize that from the Missy Elliott song, this is where it's from. I wish there was a way to better describe the Emerald City sequence, but it's really one of those things that you just you need have to see. see. Yeah, you like you have to you see. You have it's, to see. It's so good. Like I said, the lyrics are so like just on it. The dancing is just just even when they're walking, you're like, yes, these people have status or at least pretend to be very well, <laughs> and it's so good. And then like they have to change when the alarm. Da -da 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 comes on and it's an announcement like something something the ultimate yellow brick is gold and then they golden gold they go into like a very fun disco number and um, I think that was that was my only disappointment from the stage play <laughs> because their Emerald City sequence short um, mm -hmm. you know full of voguing full of life and culture yes but still it it's it's too short. It's too compare. short. And also, they do the thing where, like... Because, like, a lot of how the lyrics are in the sequence is, like, very drag culture, mm -hmm. black 
drag queens. And yeah. That, that sort of Paris is burning type of thing. And so mm-hmm. in the live, like the, the Wiz Live, they sort of borrow that in a way in which they're only really using vernacular that we use currently as a society like as like teens and young adults and whatever like basically they just (laughs) um the whiz the movie is paris is burning and the whiz live is rupaul's drag race if that makes sense That's how I describe it. I don't know. No, that's so good, though. That is so good. Yeah, that is true. That is, that is a take. That is true. (laughs) Okay. Um, But yes, so uh, the final announcement is uh, from the, from the Wiz, who's the one that's speaking over the announcements, is to send up the one with the slippers which is Dorothy. So the entire crowd parts way uh, to let Dorothy and her entourage through. And like all of the citizens of the Emerald City are like, I've had an appointment for like weeks, da 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 da, but nobody gets to see the whiz, da 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 da. Dorothy, who are you? Like, would you come out for lunch? Would you like da 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 da? And they're all just like, <laughs> They're all like crowding her, like, "Oh my God, you're the most important person because only you get to see the wizard. Nobody's gotten to see the wizard." Uh, they get to the doors of the building, and Dorothy, uh, that bit is like the most awkward thing because Dorothy is like, "I want to speak to the wiz," and so Mike, which is a microphone, um, appears, and she says that she and her friends are there to come and talk to the Wiz. And the Wiz is like, um, no riffraff. Like, they can't come with her. And Dorothy, I don't know where she got it from, is just like, well, then I'm not coming up if my friends can't come with me. And the Wiz is like, what? And I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm sure you can talk on their behalf. Um... But no, Dorothy is just like, you want to see uh, me and my slippers? Then we're all coming up, okay, so. or none of us are coming up. Okay, I'm And I'm like, you're not really, this isn't really the bargaining time. But the Wiz actually ends up agreeing, and they can all come up. Shocking, I know. Um, so they make their way up, and they're greeted by this... A giant robotic head. And like this, like. <laughs> which in the live show is a song. Um, it's like, So You Wanted to Meet the Wizard. It's actually really. It's, I, I it's really such a enjoy good song. it. But um, we don't get that song, right? <laughs> and Queen Latifah doesn't. I just love her. Anyway. But, like, we don't get that here. We just get the intro of it, and it's like... I don't know if Richard (laughs) Pryor can sing, which is a shame. Still, the Wiz, he he basically does the speech that the Wizard of Oz does in all iterations, which is telling them that if they want things from him, they need to kill the Wicked Witch of the West, breathes fire at them, make sure they're quite scared, and, uh, yeah, they are tasked to do that 
Well, at first, Dorothy is like, I don't want to kill anything. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And then they're sent to, like, dorm rooms or whatever. And then they they all ask, what are you, what are you going to do, Dorothy? Do you want to do it? Because, like, if you want to do it, we've got your back. But if you don't want to do it, you could always stay with us. da 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 you know, we, I'm sure this we could find a nice apartment, blah, 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 whatever. And she's like, but I really want to go home, you guys. So I guess murder? Like, she, she removes her earrings so you know that she means business. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm here to throw some hands. Oh, man. She's so scrawny. I love it. <laughs> Finally, because they're coming to kill her, we get introduced properly to the Wicked Witch of the West, Eveline, um, who is in charge of a sweatshop, but she, like, the part, does it's to produce sweat, which <laughs> part of the poppy girls are in her um, work, as well as the crows um, and these people that look terrifying. Um and we get no bad basically like any entity that has been mean or bad or evil thus far mm-hmm. is like somehow in cahoots with her yeah and we get the song no bad news <laughs> don't you ever bring me no bad news don't you Break me, no bad news. Oh my gosh, Mary J. Blige <laughs> singing this? Yes. I mean, it's good in this version as well, but like, yes. Hannah, I think I, I think I actually preferred the movie version for once. Well, I mean, I prefer the movie, the movie version with a few things. I think I, I like Mary J. Blige. She's a queen. This is no lie, but. I think I just I'm just a fan of the way that it's portrayed in the film um yeah but she goes and she sits on her toilet throne and asks about Dorothy that why no one has killed her yet and there's just silence and so she decides that she has to take care of it herself and send her flying monkeys and everyone is like no not the flying monkeys the monkeys are a chain gang they ride motorcycles. <laughs> they send off the flying monkeys to go and capture Dorothy and take them to Eveline um, because she wants uh, Dorothy to pay for having killed Evermean. There's a chase. So up until this point, unlike in like The Wizard of Oz, she's not actually physically met Dorothy. Yeah. She just knows of reputation as a murderer yep yes there's a chase sequence that happens they hide in a trash can unsuccessfully (laughs) (laughs) and they are taken to Eveline Dorothy now presented before Eveline Uh, I think she asks if she feels uh, remorse for killing her sister I don't know I don't actually remember the conversation I just remember the again nightmare feel of I mean, first she asks, Scarecrow she being... actually says, like, give me the shoes, and um, Dorothy's yeah. like, I was told that I have to keep them on, but, like, once I get home, I can, like, send them back to you. Like, I, like, I will FedEx it. Don't worry about it. Like, we got it. <laughs> and, 
Eveline's like, excuse me? No. I want them now. Well, I mean, I she, first she, I think she tries to get the shoes off of her, but she's protected. And I'm like, ah, that is why she wanted her to keep the shoes. It's an actual protection. <laughs> Whereas the ruby slippers um, in the Wizard of Oz film, there was never an explanation as to why I mean, Dorothy had to... a moment where, like, the Wicked Witch, like, reached for the shoes but couldn't touch them. Like, she couldn't, because, I don't know, burned her or there was a spark or something. There's, like, a moment that, like, indicates that, I think. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Now, why did she want them? Anyway. I'm sure um... they have incredible power. Who knows? I mean, it was a girl's dream, so truly, it could have been anything. But, yes the nightmare feel of the scarecrow being sawed in half but it doesn't actually hurt and then the tin man being pressed like like it, I don't even like like a car compactor is just like flat and then the lion being pulled up and stretched by so many bones so many like it's a whole vertebra it's like, yeah. um, and, and they're then all like, they're all like don't then, worry about it Dorothy it's fine just pay And then she's gonna throw, attempt to throw Toto into the fire. Like, as as I guess she realizes that is what Dorothy treasures the most is her little dog Toto. So with Toto now in peril and realizing that Toto is probably not as resilient as her other friends, mm-hmm. um, when asked again if she's gonna give up the shoes, Dorothy says yes, sobbing, and she sits down and proceeds to start taking off the shoes but the scarecrow notices that there's a fire alarm because you know health and safety in a sweatshop is most important in this magical world Mm -hmm. so of course there is um, a, a fire system and he indicates that to Dorothy who then backs up a bit while still like crying um, trying to take the shoes off and Evelyn's like trying to hurry her up and Dorothy stands on the table and slams the fire alarm and the sprinkler sister cu- sprinkler system comes on and of course Evermean, Evermean? Eveline is allergic to water so like she starts water. to melt I'm allergic to water <laughs> it makes me melt I'm like you built the sweatshop ma'am like you have only yourself to blame here like fully why would you make there be a sprinkler system? Wouldn't you rather have the building burn to death, like, and be nothing rather than die? But I guess not. <laughs> but she melts into her toilet. The day is kind of saved as Dorothy runs around trying to get the workers to put her friends back into their original state of being. And then and they start stripping <laughs> off their. Attire, I guess. Their hard work attire. Everybody look out. Everybody look out. Hello, world. (laughs) And thank you, world. Yes, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you should know this song quite well. I mean, I only, like, okay, context, I guess. We did this for a review-type uh, 
Christmas show thing. And I only joined towards the mm-hmm. end. Like, I only joined once they were like, we need people. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I got a line. <laughs> Don't remember which line it was, but I had a line. So, you know. <laughs> Everyone's free now. They're kicking their legs joyfully in their now yellow costumes. Um, and the flying monkeys take Dorothy and her entourage back to the Emerald City. Um, they tell them where there's a shortcut through the back. Um, the shortcut actually leads into the area uh, where they once saw the giant mechanical head of the Wiz, but it's on its side now. Um, nothing is sparking, and they realize that they've been duped. Tricks have been played on them. And Richard Pryor is just like napping. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Pryor is just the man, but he's Herman Smith. Um, he's from Atlantic City in New Jersey, and um, he was a politician. He was he he ran for anything he could, but he failed miserably. So like, when he was campaigning, I can't remember what what cam- what was his campaign slogan. It was like. It was something where I was like, sir, like, did you even want to be a politician? Why are you doing this? I don't remember exactly. I just remember he ran for so many things. He said he couldn't even succeed as a dog catcher. His last campaign uh, to become a dog catcher, um, he was in a hot air balloon and a storm picked up and it blew him into Oz. Um, Dorothy, hearing that he's from New Jersey, is like, so you've been stuck here too so we're both we're just stuck now (laughs) which also makes me again question if it's a real place (laughs) because in 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 the wizard of oz in the in the previous film it's quite clear that she's using the impressions of people that she's met that day yeah but i don't remember if herman was among the people that she saw like in her house for Thanksgiving like I don't remember I don't think any of the people that she encounters really are represented in her real life because also yeah. like this doesn't end with her being like it was all a dream and like waking up and being like and you were there and you were there it, it just ends yeah. <laughs> with like a ballad it just ends oh, we, oh my god we so missed the song um, when after oh, the be poppies, a lion. Oh, shit. Yeah, it just occurred to me. Like, I was like, a ballad. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, <laughs> rewinding like two seconds ago, or like maybe like 20 minutes ago. Um, like, after the they're all saved and the lion's like feeling like really sorry for himself and Dorothy's like dude you came and you saved you came in clutch like you saved all of us from the horrors of the subway and she like starts singing and like you're a lion I'm a lion and he sings with her and yeah so that song happens and then fast forward (laughs) now we're back to Evelyn being dead (laughs) Richard Pryor revealing that he's just a human yeah um the uh the the guy's the scarecrow, the Tin Man, the Lion, um, are ups- understandably upset 
um, that they came on this journey for what amounts to nothing. Um, even though, I mean, at the very beginning, Dorothy was like, you know, you'll be no worse off than you are right now yep. if it doesn't happen. So I, I don't understand why they're so upset. But, um, but then I guess she they also, got their hopes up. Yeah. But then she does the thing that the wizard does in The Wizard of Oz, where she's like, no. Scarecrow, you're smart. You came up with every smart idea that we had that we implemented throughout this journey. And you, you have courage. You saved us a bunch of times. And you, you have a heart. You've been crying this whole time over Teeny. So <laughs> <laughs> And then um but then she's like, yeah, except for me. And she's like, like you said last um in with the Wizard of Oz, like she isn't immediately like it's okay you lied to us and you're giving us kind of representations of what we wanted um she's actually pissed she's actually like i want to go home what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) but um when she's revealing these things to um the guys she's singing uh believe as well which i didn't realize that she sings it and then Glinda sings it later. Believe. She's like, what about me? And then Glinda comes down. And she's like, don't you see? You always had the magic to go home. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, why wouldn't I? You know, the exchange that happens <laughs> between Glinda and yes. Dorothy towards the end of The Wizard of Oz. And then she does say, like, believe you can go home. Believe you can float on air. No, no. Just click your hand three times if you believe, then you'll be there. Um, this is uh, my like cousin and I's favorite part of the Wiz, like to just like randomly send to each other. So we'll just like send each other mm-hmm. like a screenshot of Lena Horn and, and be like, um, <laughs> <laughs> believe in yourself. Woo, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why that's the thing we do, but we do. Just like randomly just be like, hey, believe in yourself. Here's Lena Horn. That's so cute. Oh my god. But um, that does happen. Um, she says, she isn't Dorothy. Says goodbye um, to her friends individually. Um, they're all sad to see her go. And she proceeds to begin to sing home which honestly she kills that song like she destroys like I did not appreciate how good (laughs) Diana Ross is on that song until watching it now as an adult and understanding my emotions (laughs) being like oh yeah oh (laughs) okay it is very good she is very good at it or rather the beginning where there's a love overflowing because now she knows what love is remember but in the beginning she's like what is love but now she's like where there's love overflowing she gets it she, she went through this journey and she learned that love exists and now she might go teach some high schoolers who will eat her alive, but you know, whatever. 
I think no, she's she's like a different person now. She's much stronger, like that's true. Emotionally and mentally. Yeah, that's true. And then the movie ends. But yeah, um, the movie ends. It's still snowing, but it's not a storm. She's back on her street, um, and she goes back into her building. Lord knows how long she's been gone, <laughs> but. Then it's over. It wasn't. We don't know whether or not it was real or if there was a dream, because she doesn't wake yeah. up from a coma or like pass out, having passed out from the storm or whatever. She just sort of is like, "Okay, I'm back in New York now. Anyways, let me go home." So, all right, now let's get into our rating section. So, starting off, we have music and choreography. Big dance numbers, bombastic. Um, the em- the Emerald City sequence needs its own category. <laughs> I, I, I have absolutely nothing bad to like. They put work in. There's so many people. It. it oof. I mean, just just the whole thing. The thing on a whole is just the choreography is just. Oh, I don't even understand. Like the brand new. Not brand new day. Was it? Everybody rejoice. Um, choreography iconic. When they're standing up in the rafters and like an X, and everyone's just like kicking their legs up on the ground. Just amazing, show stopping. Mm-hmm. Never been seen before. Um, music amazing, stupendous, wonderful. <laughs> Again, icing. You can't win at least once a month. Because <laughs> it's just, it's ingrained in my in my head. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I legitimately don't have m- many bad things to say about the way. <laughs> so uh, for for music and choreography, I'm gonna give it a good uh, 4.5 silver slippers. Well deserved. Um, yeah. Hello. So good. I enjoyed I uh, I enjoyed this movie like a lot. Like the songs were so good. Like so so good. Like I if you haven't watched it or listened to it, please listen to it. It's like the songs are such a fun time. All of them, even the ballads. I'm like in there <laughs> with them. Like Miss One song, yes. <laughs> the Scarecrow song, yes. Um, Don't bring me no bad news, yes. Like all this, ease on down the road. They're so good. the Emerald City, <laughs> which, like I said before, iconic. If you have not given yourself the gift of seeing the Emerald City <laughs> I am telling you right now to treat yourself and go and watch it because yes I'm just I can't explain to you how much I really enjoy the music of this and the choreography and all of it it's just so good spectacle amazing um, so yeah um, 4 point, 4.75 uh, silver slippers for me <laughs> very quite up there at least you've ever re- I think that's the highest you've ever rated anything in this show. That is, that is probably true. That is probably very true. Like, the probably the second most highest rated thing for me is Serafina. But, like, yeah. 
Wow. Okay. Um, next, it is a story. Again, um, it's not necessarily developing on a new story. Um, it's it it. I don't think it's ever gonna be the original movie, and I think they tried to not copy too many elements from that, um, which might have been why it didn't do as well as it could have when it was initially released. But also, I think timing was bad as well because it was um near towards the end of like the whole black exploitation black exploitation film genre um but i that movie deserved so much more than it got when it was released um still uh in terms of storyline uh cohesive could follow it um part of it felt like it was for kids and then part of it felt like it was you know what it is it's the dark crystal it's the dark crystal <laughs> yes where it's yes. like <laughs> yeah, absolutely. it's like it's like for children question mark <laughs> yeah. i was like it's like i'm not sure <laughs> it feels like it is but it doesn't um yeah so I'll say for storyline, uh, I'll give it a three point seven five. Uh, what is it? The yellow brick cabs. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh-huh. three point five, three point seven five yellow brick cabs. Cool. Um, yeah, the story is the Wizard of Oz. Like, they do make some changes dialogue wise, and like some of just sort of how they elaborate some of the story like for the Tin Man has much more of a story Um, the Scarecrow has also got a little bit more of a story he has like people who are antagonizing him and like um, who else is involved the lion I mean the lion doesn't really have a backstory that's longer than what happens in the original Wizard of Oz but like they change some things I think it's a little bit better because we get a little bit more of the characters um oh yeah absolutely and like yeah so like yeah so I I really do like it's a it's it's the Wizard of Oz I don't know what to tell you um so the story I would give it um yeah I think 3.75 is 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 right 3.75 um yellow brick cabs um and now overall enjoyment I don't think I need to detail to you (laughs) that I enjoyed this movie (laughs) a great deal (laughs) like I don't think I need to expound on that a whole lot but considering this is our show I will so (laughs) this movie (laughs) I I don't know it's such it's such a fun time I think I enjoy it I've said this twice already, but I think I enjoy it more grown than I did as a kid. And I think if it was marketed towards children, it wouldn't have done well. But, like, this is like a Wizard of Oz for an adult audience. Um, And I really appreciate that. I thoroughly enjoyed the time spent 
with the characters. Um, I appreciated that because Dorothy is an adult, you can relate to her a bit uh, more. Um, But yeah, so for overall enjoyment, I will give it four... 4.25 4.25 large wizard heads. Cool. Um, so I yelled at you like <laughs> just like five minutes ago about how good the songs are. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I had a very, I had a, a bit of like a, I was overtaken and yelled at you about it. And so <laughs> I don't think me explaining this a second time will convince you anymore how much I enjoy it because I do indeed enjoy. I would say if you want to know how I feel about this, go back a couple minutes and listen to me yell at you again and then go watch the Emerald City sequence and then you will know. Um, so that equals, I guess, 7.7. Oh, girl, where? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that You've gone stratospheric. I just like left the atmosphere. Um, yeah, we got uh, 4.5 um, large wizard heads. Listen to our obsessions. These are. Our obsession. Nice. And that's it. Alright. Uh, well, my obsession, again, because like, nothing terribly new is happening right now. I've gone back a bit and I've been listening to Ida. Ooh, yes. Um, it's so good. Sorry. So, <laughs> if, you, if you don't... <laughs> it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, so if you don't know uh, that musical, it is um, uh, composed, it has music by Elton John and lyrics by Tim Rice, you know, the fantastic duo that has given us uh, such lovely works as Rota Eldorado. <laughs> and um, I think, uh, like, separately, I mean, I don't have to, we did a whole episode on Elton John, you don't need me to talk about Elton John, but <laughs> Tim Rice has... Um, works on Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, Jesus Christ Superstar, Evita, like Tim Rice, you know, you know Tim Rice. The Lion King, Tim Rice. So, like, the the music in Aida is banging. Um, (laughs) So I would say, um, the the song that I'm obsessed with currently is um, Easy as Life. Which is sung by um, Heather Hadley. Listen, crying tears. <laughs> just, 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 just go listen to Ida. <laughs> Nothing else. Like I'm not even gonna tell you what it's about. Just go and do it, please. Yeah. Such a good, um, so it's a good I'm, I'm, I've not seen it but I'm, I've heard it it's very good I no because there's no like it, it they had the production um, that came out in Broadway and it ran from 2000 to 2004 and it's never come back and I'm just like waiting on the revival bring it back <laughs> <laughs> let me see it please and that brings us to the end of the show 
If you would like to follow us on social media, we are TMMTMM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us about anything on Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Tumblr, Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast.tumblr.com. We also have a Patreon. It's a pay what you want kind of space. We have a couple episodes up there, extra episodes if you would like to listen. Um, you just search for us on patreon.com forward slash TMMTMM podcast. And we also have Spotify playlists of our favorite songs from each episode. So if you search TMM, TMM podcast on Spotify, outside of like the podcast itself, you'll find a profile that has three playlists, the 2018 phase, 2019 phase, and 2020 phase. Um, and yeah, I guess that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you for listening, and you can catch us on the next one in November. You heard that right. Okay, goodbye. My name is Leah. Wait, for the podcast, <laughs> I suppose. My name is Leah. And I'm Odysseus. And we will catch you on the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.